This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremonies. This is Tori, and I play Julie. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. tell you I was uh, a part of a band in my younger days. It's true. It's true. So few people realize how much of human culture is derived from Centauri music and not just the good opera. No, no, no. The great ballad that was known as Kilroy Was Here that was uh, accidentally transmitted to your planet well before we encountered each other. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, ancient, ancient thing. Uh, yeah. Ah, but you don't want to know about my musical talents? Or what happened to those bastards who kicked me out of the band? You're here to talk about the Talmari Celestia, yes? Good, good, good. So... Last we left our intrepid adventurers, they had finally arrived at the same time in the same place, if not in the same body. So, Duli and Mirgrat were trying to get more information uh, from the Pakmara uh, Library. What is it? Yes, yes, the library. The, the Pakmara Library, which is part of their great system of information. Now, the Pakmara have been trying to understand more of what's going on and where they are. However, Ty has come forward to the future with people that she does not know, but now she realizes that she has to get together with everyone else. She has no more resources to play with. She has people under her wing who need help, and she is out of her depth. So who does she call in this time like this? The only person she can call. So, while Mirgrat is at the terminal talking to the library, uh, uh, Mirgrat's chime for the communication device goes off. Do I... Does, ba- does the Babylon 5 universe have caller ID? No, it does not. <laughs> A special oh. ringtone you can set for for your employees. I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to pick up anyway, because... I, I feel like if someone's calling me, it's probably important. And also, let's be honest, I'm probably on hold with the library. Yes. <laughs> so they're, they're probably doing a lot of research and confusion and the, what the hell are you talking about? Like, all right, so you get a chime. And uh, by the way, I can actually prove Babylon 5 never actually has call ID because they always have to press the button and say yes. And even when they leave a voice message, it is, you know, they'll, they'll sometimes actually have the message left by this such and such person. Oh, yeah. uh, that's about as call good as they get. They don't actually have a call from this. Somebody has to announce, so. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up my my pick up the call. Okay. So there's this human woman on the other side. You've never seen her before. Uh, dark hair. She looks interesting. Looks kind of professional. A little rugged on the, on the edges. Dressed in uh, a very simple attire. Not necessarily like downgraded, like, t-shirt and jeans attire, but simple attire. She's on the communication with you, looking out. Go ahead. Do I know you? Um, well, I know you. I have something scientifically interesting that I think you might like to look at if you have two or three minutes to meet with me in passing. I'm afraid that I am quite at the moment. Could you explain to me the nature of this scientifically interesting discovery? Well, um, there were these, uh, giant Uggs that I saw through a door in passing down in Down Below, which is where I work. I'm a doctor in Down Below. And I I thought, down in steerage, and I thought you might be interested in the details. Someone said you were a scientist. I'll say you were a doctor. I'm not sure which it is. I would say a little from column A and a little from column B. Well, if you're interested in bugs, 
giant bugs. They kind of glow a little bit. I think you'll be uh, interested in talking to me very quickly. It won't take long. Psychic? You say that again, sorry. You're breaking up a little. Oh, sorry. Were these bugs psychic? I, I, I don't know. I'm not a telepath. We'll send one of my associates to verify your claim. Okay. I, I guess that's fine. So, Ty, yes, you, you had this conversation. Nice bluff, by the way. I have to give you points for that. Thank uh, you. <laughs> so, yeah, you make the call, and, and so... Oh, and Mirgrat, so which associate are you going to send? I'm assuming it's Dooley, is this correct? It's Dooley. I figure as much. So... <laughs> To do Mirgrath has basically informed you that there is somebody who has an, has evidence of luminescent bugs that may or may not be psychic who wishes to impart this information upon Mirgrath, uh, and could you be so kind as to go down and talk to said human? I'm going to be in the cat, whatever cafe, um, like, I assume is nearby that my kid took the other people to. That's yeah. going to be, like, the place where I tell Mirgrath to send her associate. Okay. It's ironically enough the same coffee shop where near the first misadventure you kicked coffee into Benny's crotch. Oh, yeah. Good thing I'm not <laughs> myself anymore. I'm probably banned from that place. <laughs> so, hey, I can, get, I can get good coffee again. <laughs> Maybe some benefits to getting a new body. Uh, <laughs> so, Dooley, you were saying? All right. Yeah, yeah, um, I kind of look at Mirgrat and say, um, I'm not, I'm hesitant to leave you alone. It's entirely fair. However, we do not have the luxury of ignoring potential threats on this ship. Especially right. since we are dealing with at least one unknown life form, and it is possible that there are others that are currently waiting for us. So let's do this. I will check in with you every hour. Because I want to make sure you're not being taken over again. Of course, I'm not sure how I would know that. <laughs> <laughs> because if anything you over, know, the... Ent- go, go ahead. Yeah. The entity actually comes over and says, if it makes you feel more comfortable, I will stay here with uh, the librarian and watch over them. Yes, that would make me feel better. And if anything changes, uh, communicate with me. The attaché nods says, I will do so. I, in the meantime, uh, while Mirgrat is talking to the library and her associates, I will order out for food. I believe today is zebra. I'm assuming zebra is the popcorn out of a black and white cookie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Dooley kind of like starts to look slightly repulsed and then schools her expression into something neutral. That, yes, um, might be a good idea to do that while everybody's gone. I will head out to check out this bug thing. Of course. So, you're given uh, instructions to go to a cafe where uh, a woman named Noreen, according to her ID, uh, is waiting for you. Okay. I will head that way. Okay. So, as you head out towards uh, the cafe, you actually do see... Uh, I should mention, for Ty's point of view, after making the call, you head back to the cafe where you get to watch um, Wagner and, and Vladimir... Fascinated and horrified by basically again being at the the center of a of a food court of aliens eating alien food, some of which they can identify, some of which they can't, and at the same time, Vladimir has the why do I have these strange cravings? Why does that smell so good? It looks horrible. Who would eat this? And oh god, I have to have more. Uh, 
These poor guys picked the worst person to trust to take them into the fucking future, I swear to God. Uh, your son is at least helpful enough to go, here, try this, here, try that. You know, this isn't that bad. And yes, due to the uh, mention of Babylon 5, uh, both of them are okay with uh, Breen, or as it's also known, Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. The Narn delicacy wins the day. Uh, they all, again, are, are working this. The kid it seems to be okay. He's adapting to his new body easy enough, and he's actually enjoying a couple of things that he's never heard of before, one of which is this fiery canine which is a tube of some sort of meat on a breaded roll that has been covered in uh, red stuff, yellow stuff, this this brown, chunky stuff, and a little bit of green that he's eating with a fork and knife. But otherwise, they're, they're, they're dealing. Yeah, yeah, they're dealing. So, um, yeah, I just wait around. Okay. So, after a little while... Julie comes down. I have to throw cards. I have to throw cards. I have an idea what's about to happen, but I have to throw cards to see what does. <laughs> so, okay. Place your bets. Place your bets. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. What'd you say, Becca? This boat's blocking. It'll be fine. So, you and ah, and then okay. <laughs> so, so, with Ty, you're sitting, you basically get, grab a bit of coffee while you're waiting, and, uh, again, watching everybody's food and keeping your eyes open. You actually see Dooley coming down the the promenade a bit, and before you can stand up and wave, and I'm over here, a familiar face comes out of one of the side rooms, like one of the side alleys, looks over, and goes up to Dooley and starts talking. It's a very familiar face. Guess whose face? <laughs> Is it Joey? Oh no! Can I can I get my guess in? Go ahead. It, it's Dooley's original body, the Brakiri one. Yes, it's Ty's original body, the Brakiri one. It is Ty's original body has walked up to Dooley, going, "Oh, uh, Dooley. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> hey, um, I haven't seen you guys around in a bunch. Uh, uh, what happened?" I take my coffee and head that direction. Not, like, running, but walking pretty fast. Okay. Yeah, I look at Ty, I'm like, you have no idea the chaos that is happening. It's truly amazing. Um, Ty rolls his, rolls her eyes. Yeah, I, I think I have un- some understanding. But please, fill me in. So, uh, I figured out where the source of the drug was, and it, there was a massacre in the Pakmara people, and, oh wait, no, you were there for that. Um, yeah, I figured out where the source of the drug is, and then about that time, uh, Mirgarat was taken over by an alien entity, who said he just wanted to observe, but it turns out, no, they wanted to take over the body. Um, and so we managed to get that entity out of that body, but it jumped to another body. So we're hunting around for that person now because evidently the aliens are very strong psychic beings. I'm not sure. Um, first I need a notice check from Dooley and a, as well as a tie. And then for Dooley, I'm going to need a sense motive. Okay. Man, I'm so glad I have this little trick because I suck at those. <laughs> okay, Sorcerer got a 16. So you need to notice this too. Okay, cool. Two leads got a 22. Nice. Alright, so 
basically, every time you mention the body changing, Ty kind of blinks a bit, like in surprise, but not a stunned surprise. Just kind of the, wait, huh? Oh, that, that happened? And it doesn't feel like the normal reaction you would get from Ty. Ty, who is not flustered by anything. Um, and yet, talking about this seems kind of interesting. So, changed bodies with an entity of a strong psychic nature? Do you, what, what, what else do you, do you know about this, this entity, dude? Also, the way she says dude is a little oh. weird. And you want me to do a sense motive? Yes. Thirteen. Okay. Not so good. Thirteen. Yeah. Not so good. So, um, uh, not, we don't actually, I don't, you know, Mirabrat might know more. Okay. Uh, where's Mirabrat? I heard you were with your, I, she's making a call. I don't know. Yes. uh, Where's your son? uh, Back in the quarters. He's, uh, watching the football game, but he's doing fine. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, so I'm on my way to meet somebody. Um, evidently there are some, like, bugs loose on the ship that Mirgrat wants me to ask this stranger that reported it for some reason. So Ty, I, I need to go over. check that out. Really? Bugs on the ship? The yeah, I don't know much about it yet. I, uh, Ty and Dooley, sorry, Ty and Dooley saw the bugs, like, uh-huh. at one time. That's why Ty brought it up. Real Ty. Did we? Yeah. Yes, remember the thing that opened up the game helmet and inside was a whole bunch of bugs? The brains in jars? Oh, that's right. That's right, that's right. That's why Ty brought it up, because so, yeah, I... doesn't know about it. But Dooley does. Okay. So, yeah, I, uh, need to go investigate that for, for Mirgrat. Ty looks over and says, I gotta talk to Mirgrat about the bugs. That sounds interesting. I think, yeah, let's go talk, I'm gonna talk to her about the bugs. Where is she now? I, she's making a, she's, actually, I don't know. She was in the jail, but I'm not sure she might be at the diplomatic quarters. Okay, I'll uh, go talk to them and see what we got. All right. Uh, yeah, so I'll do that. Uh, you go talk to the person about the bugs and let me know what you find. All right. All right. So in like let's say two three hours, let's all converge back on our quarters and compare. Okay. Us. Which quarters? Um, Mirgrats, I think, is the biggest. Is that where we normally have been out of character? Uh, out of character? You've done equal space in both of y'alls. Okay. Um, you know what? Let's, uh, where, where's the, the, the servant girl? She's in mine? Yes. You know, let's, let's go to mine so we can eat something. Oh, fair warning. Mirgrats also getting something to eat, so you might want to delay just a little bit. Um, or like not before you go in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, or give fair warning or something because you know, Pakmara eating. Yeah, if the house is slurping, don't bother knocking. <laughs> um, yeah. You mean nerfing? <laughs> slurping, slurping. Yeah, um, if the house is slurping. Don't bother nerfing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, Julie, so yeah, let's say, let's say, sure, let's say, uh, two hours we'll meet back at my quarters. Okay, sure. Well, I'll, we'll see you then. Okay. 20. By the way, give me one more sense motive. 20. Oh, I see there. Yeah, 20. Okay. Yeah. Ty's normally doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so it's kind That's of interesting. So, but she's going to go talk to Mirgrat, and, uh, yeah. Do I have, like, the regular communicator, or do I need to find a wall communicator to 
call me regret. I, I think you you guys all mentioned you had a personal communicator, so you can use the chime. Yeah. Okay. So I will use that and contact Mirgarat. Okay. Greetings, friend of time. What new? Uh, sorry. No, 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 no. Take two. Greetings, friend of Jolene. What news of these bugs? I don't have news of the bugs, but I ran into Ty on the way to meet them, and she's on her way to meet you. And I don't know what's wrong, but something's off. Uh, so I just, I, I, I wanted to let you know that she's on her way. And that she's, I don't know, maybe she's upset about something. I, I don't know what's wrong. But something's not right. Do you believe that Ty is currently playing host to the Malign Entity? What? No. I Well, I have no way of knowing that, actually. <laughs> um, I maybe it's got something to do with her kid. Maybe it's got something to do with her kid. I I don't know, but she's not acting. I I don't know. Something's off. We shall take precautions. And what out of character? Oh, sorry, uh, Becca, go ahead. Out, first. out of character, Dan. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sorry, there's a bit of a delay again, so uh, Becca, go ahead. We shall take precautions once she arrives! Alright, and now Tori, out of character you were saying? So, out of character, do I just get the feeling something's wrong, or I'm... What what does my 20 give me? Uh, something is very wrong with her somehow. She doesn't sound right. That's about as close as you can get. She doesn't sound right. Okay. It would be like... Barack Obama suddenly taking on a, uh, a surfer dude tone and lingo. Oh my. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna tell it. Actually, now that you mention her being possibly taken over, that that's yeah. The she's talking wrong. Like for example, she cares about what's happening to us, and I'm not sure that Ty would. So yes, that does sound highly irregular. <laughs> Ty didn't ask for a price. Yeah. She didn't ask about her pay or our plans or, you know, what we're doing now that we're hazard pay for being stuck in the middle of, you know, nowhere, any of that. So it's it's kind of something's off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, repeat again, Pe- uh, Becca? All right. This is extremely unnerving. Yes. I'm going to have to talk to the doctor now about those bugs. I think that is an excellent idea. Thank you for the for the notice regarding time. And I'll disconnect and head down to the main floor. Okay. Uh, fluid, so I have still have a voice. Um, so, Julie was still going to go talk to Noreen, this doctor. Uh, Ty, the, uh, the mind of Ty in Noreen, was walking up, seeing the conversation between Ty's old body and Julie, and then uh, Ty's old body was going to go talk to Mirgrat, who doesn't know any of this, Although she has been warned by Dooley that something is wrong with Ty, and of course, Mirgret, being just out of that situation, is starting to hypothesize that Dooley, sorry, that Ty is in fact the new body for the entity. Make sure so, to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In other words, in other words, we're doing three card monsters with bodies and minds, you know. <laughs> Find the lady. Find the lady. Uh, so, so yeah. So Ty, you get to watch all this as Dooley kind of stops, makes a quick message on her on her hand communicator, and then starts heading back towards the cafe. Um, I kind of you know move to meet up, like angle to meet up with her. Okay. Uh, so Dooley, here is this human. 
dark hair, you know, looks generally uh, human. Yeah, you know how humans are. And looks like holding a coffee in her hands, wearing you know, simple, not bad, not dressy, just kind of simple outfit. Uh, in the Bad Five universe, it would be that collarless shirt and uh, simple slacks or jeans or something like the equivalent thereof. Right. But holding a coffee looks personal enough. Okay, I'll kind of, you know, uh, wave a hand and say, uh, are you the doctor with the bugs? Um, yes, I'm doctor. I, like, I have my, like, like pull out my ID and, like, check it real quick. Dr. <laughs> Banks. <laughs> For me, I that is the name, right? Spears, yeah. I'm sorry. Dr. Dr. Spears. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, what'd you say, Becca? But for a minute, I thought you were just going to say, yes, I'm Dr. Bugs. That would have way funnier than me forgetting my own name, which I actually did in real life and in big life. <laughs> See, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm Dr. Banks. I mean, Dr. Spears. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let's find a table and you can tell me about these bugs. Sure. So, do you take do you take Duli back to the table with your son and your entourage, or to a different table? Different table. So, okay. Ty doesn't have to. I'm going to explain everything to three extra people right now. Fair enough. Forever. Let's be real. <laughs> so, uh, Duli, give me a quick notice check. Okay. Thirty-one. Yeah, you noticed. You noticed as this young boy uh, who is at a table with a human female, sorry, with a Bakuri female and a Drazi male, all just kind of eating in, in strange fashions, like they're like they've never seen any of this before. He looks up and waves and just a little bit of hi, mom. Uh, and then he looks. Uh, okay. Then he goes back to what he was doing. Uh, but they notice where you go and you go over to one of the other tables in, in that area and sit down with Julie. So Alright, I'll sit down. I was uh, down in Steerage uh, a few days ago, probably, and I went into a room and there was a weird thing going on with a lot of uh, body parts and tubes and big glowing bugs and sorry, I character. What are those like bug people's names again? I forgot. Some my uh, yeah, the bugs. Do we actually name them? Did they actually name themselves? No, no, no. no. The 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 guys that look um, like praying mantises on the show. Oh, uh, the game. Game. That's what I was looking for. No, yeah, I and yeah. Game, but that's a different species. Like the praying mantis crime boss guy isn't game. He's uh, different. True, but the, the game people do actually are insects as, as well. So that's what I, I knew what she was talking about. Yeah, I figured someone would get there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I saw this game in there that was doing some weird stuff with the uh, with the bugs, and then a guy came oh. to the door and kind of pulled me out of there. Another human. And okay. does this sound familiar? Hopefully it sounds familiar. Yes, it does. Um, where, when, where was this? Down in steerage. Specifically? Um, I don't know. It's been a while since I was here. It's me. What? I'm Ty. What do you... It's a long story. I'm a... Yeah, she I'm just kind of stares at you. I'm in this body now. This human doctor. Uh, it's temporary, hopefully. Um, I don't know what my old body told uh, you, but whatever it was, was a lie. Probably. I assume they were lying. <laughs> now, now, there's a conversation I never expected to have with you. Um, <laughs> your old body. And now you're in a new body. Yep. So, I guess it's a thing that happened to anybody. Well... No, actually, it couldn't. <laughs> I don't know, there was that Minbari 
a few like a few years ago and I, I heard it on the news. That happened to her. It's not that weird. <laughs> it's kind of a long story, but it involves okay. books and some strange aliens and shiny necklaces with blue pendants and that guy that uh, came and hauled us out of that bug room however long ago it was. I really don't know how much time has passed. It was last season, so it's been it's been a while. Right. When however long it was. Um, like in time. Okay. A couple of weeks. Now we some I'm tired these days. You sound more like Ty than the Ty I just talked to. You you sound more like Ty than the Ty I just talked to. It's because that is not just we need to get to Mirgrat because that tie is on its way to Mirgrat. Oh, good. Well, uh... Shit. I can't leave these guys here by themselves with my son to take care of them. He's a good kid, but sometimes he does just... I don't, I don't know. He's sheltered. So they're gonna have to... I guess they're gonna have to come along. That's my son over there. Hi, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> that is that my real son? Yes. Well, I can. Yes. I, well, no. I'm thinking is that safe to put. What? <laughs> okay. No, I'm confused. Um. All right. Listen, I can't leave them here because they don't know where they fine. are. Then let's all go. We need to go to Mirgrat. All right. Uh, and I'll, I'll go over to that table and I'll say, Hi, I'm Julie. We are moving quick, quickly to another location. So if you're still hungry, take your food and let's go. <laughs> Wagner just drops his fork and or her fork now and says, Oh, very well, very well. Oh, by the way, you're now listening to a Mercury woman talk like a Victorian era gentleman. <laughs> Whereas the drowsy, who sounds yes. kind of drowsy, just kind of goes, ah, oh, very well. Follow, uh, you know, he, again, sounds like he's from the 1600s, so it's like, very well, we shall, we shall go forth with. Ty, you pick up the strangest people. Let's go. <laughs> oh, you don't even know. You don't even know yet. Ah. Uh. And, and we are going, I'm going to herd them quite quickly towards Mirgrad. Which I'm hoping they're still in the diplomatic section. Okay. Uh, ooh, I don't want to end this too early because I know we've got another half hour to five. But I have a beautiful place here. Let's see what we can do with this. So, Miograt, uh, you talk to the library. There's a lot of pause time. And yes, the zebra is lovely. It was, it was five days old. Just right. Um, you love to see it when someone perfects their craft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially good because there was, uh, uh, again, vacuum sealed, allowed to ferment a little bit. It was just, it just oozed down your throat. Perfect. Now, um, it's nice to have something that goes over the throat plates easy at the end of the day. Um, there are perks to, to dining in the diplomatic quarters, I have to be honest. <laughs> yeah, nobody's getting the Pachmara equivalent of McDonald's in the in the uh, ambassador's quarters. I feel uh, like McDonald's is still the Pachmara equivalent of McDonald's. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? That was a sick burn, in case you were wondering. Um, uh, I, I was saying, I feel like McDonald's is still the Pachmara equivalent of McDonald's. You know what? I can't well, actually go against that. So you know what? I agree. <laughs> I, I, I disagree because they did this experiment where they left McDonald's food out for like weeks and it didn't really change other than to get hard. Um, so there's probably way too many preservatives in there for a Pachmara to, to, to eat. I don't Pachmara being preservatives. They just can't eat seafood. Fair enough. So still- I, well, I thought it has to be slightly rotting okay. for them to eat it. Yeah, but like, if if 
McDonald's decayed is the same as McDonald's fresh, then McDonald's is the Pacamara version of McDonald's. <laughs> There is I that. feel like this is now the like an equivalent of a theological discussion. Yeah, there's that. So, all right. So here's where it gets fun. So after a lovely meal, after you're waiting for a few things, the library comes back and says we have very few records on possessory work or in, uh, things inhabiting another body telepathically. There are. Uh, rumors that there is some uh, information on the Vorlon who used to cohabitate with uh, certain humans after adaptation, but all that information has either been locked down by Earth for security and they're not letting it out uh, or has been otherwise kept with the Vorlons and they're not telling anybody because they're all gone. Mostly. And also, they wouldn't tell anybody if they were here, let's be honest. And that's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but yes, the the only people who have done stuff like that, is that it, as far as they have been aware, have been mostly Vorlons or other ancient races of some type. There was one episode that technically hasn't happened yet where, in the Lost Hales, where there was a possessing entity who asked to be exercised away from Earth as a way to escape, but I think in all of Babylon 5, that has basically been it. Everything else has been essentially reprogramming, like they did with Anna Sheridan and a few others. So, possessory work? That's very much a first one sort of trick. So, nobody else, is, as far as they know, has managed to pull it off. Cool. So, Go ahead. Cool. This doesn't load poorly. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to just do this one little thing. Uh, go ahead and make an intelligence save. You remember how I do that, right? Uh, I roll my intelligence, and I, need, I roll a d20, and I need to get lower than my intelligence. Correct. What's your intelligence? I believe it is 16. I can see just a moment. Okay. Yeah, it's 16. Alright, let's get a roll. Four! Hell yeah! <laughs> so, uh, and I'm getting a little echo here too, so give me a sec here. Alright, uh, so, one thing that has been, uh, you realize is that when they said, oh, only the Vorlons have been known to do that trick, and that is through certain reports that have managed to come through a couple of back channels rather than official reports from the Earth Alliance or a few other agencies. Uh, the big one on that one, who is evidence of this, is uh, Lita Alexander, a former Narn ambassador who had to join Psychor a few years later and is now considered missing in action. Uh, she ran away, and nobody knows where she ran to. Uh, with Jakar, by the way. So, yeah. That being said, one thing you do remember with that intelligence check was, wasn't there this Mimbari on board who... Uh, oh, wait. You may not know this. No, wait. I have to go through my head going, where you encountered this. Um... You may not know this, but I'm just going to mention this for the other people to see if they can remember it later. There was the Mimbari on board who had a bit of light in him who claimed that he was carrying a very small portion of a Vorlon. And that's one of the reasons why you're out here. We need to find that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, kind of dead. Like, isn't he the guy that Ty got arrested and then he... Like died <laughs> on the flight deck. Whoops! He didn't die oh, on the flight deck. He didn't die on the flight deck. He's the he, you're talking about the Mimbari that put uh, Dooley's head into the control panel. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's not dead. Um, Todd doesn't know that anyway because she wasn't there. But I thought he was dead. Like, it's okay, no problem. But you know, hint, hint, nudge, nudge for later seasons. You know, we'll see. The person who might know this would be Dooley, but Dooley's not in this conversation at the moment. I thought Mirgrat might, but I realized at the same time that was happening on the, the flight deck, uh, Mirgrat was dealing with the possessory work and uh, eating the Markab, uh, thus becoming leader of the group. Um, 
So uh, erase that from your mind. But <laughs> so yes. But again, just like you know that the Vorlons were the ones used to who used to do this all the time. However, there was a, a summoning at the door, and the attaché says, "I will examine this. Probably another appointment for the ambassador." He goes to the door, opens it up. Once, once the when the doorbell rings, Mirat is is because Mirat's been warned by Ty that uh, been warned by Julie that fake Ty is coming, mm-hmm. and is well warned by Dewey that Ty is coming and has been acting funny and therefore assumes that Ty has been body snatched. So when there's the summons at the at the door, Mirrorat's going to tell the attaché to go into full lockdown. Okay. The attaché says, are, are, are you sure? We do not have a lockdown sequence. I can not open the door if that is what you wish. We do not have armor plating or anything else like that, but if you ask me not to answer the door, I will respect that. Yes, please do not answer the door. Okay. There is again another summons chime. Do-do, do-do. There's still nothing. Then there, you, there is a sequence you can do in Babylon 5 where you can press the door and it doesn't just make a doorbell noise. You can actually have it do a speaker so the person can call into the door. Yep, I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, <laughs> so there's a chime that says, uh, Good sirs, I am here at my lady's request. I am here to take audience with the ambassador as there is a threat upon the ambassador that must require diligence. <sighs> is that Connor? Yes, it is. This is Becca. I do not think I've ever this individual. Sorry, Becca, say again. I couldn't hear you. I, that was Becca asking because I don't think Mirrorat has ever encountered this individual. Correct. I don't think Mirrorat has encountered this individual. Nope. I mean, I oh, feel like under different circumstances they would get along though, because Kanur is kind of an iconoclast. He is. You yeah. guys did meet on the transit right over. Remember, he was also part of that shuttle that blanked out for a second. Yeah, but he was he was busy uh, macking on Ty or getting <laughs> macked on by Ty. Ty uh, was busy hitting on him. I believe that yeah, yes, I believe Ty was hitting on him more than the other way around. Right. So it's not like we we met or interacted. I was in the same room while he was getting flirted at by someone else. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, so, uh, yeah, I think, do we have, like, peephole technology? No! Babylon 5 doesn't actually showcase that at all, believe it or not. See, this is why I asked. There are some weird things that we don't have in the retro future. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say they weren't important for the Dramatis at the time. Right. Uh, but so, I also I also think part of it is you're dealing with class issues. I mean, straight middle class and lower class families have peoples in the door. Uh, upper class have like a camera. So I think it just didn't occur to some people when they're designing the ship that you might want to see who's at your door. Yeah. Well, it's also basically a gated community where they think that everybody who comes in is, has gone through the security check. Yeah, but, like, if you just step yeah. out of the shower, you want to know whether it's cool to answer the door in your towel or not, right? Like, I feel like that's a normal people thing. Mm-hmm. Eh, like I said, they didn't think of it in the show. Uh, there may be something in, in our future with this, um, which, again, let's assume that there is a small camera that gives you just a, a small field of view. And that would give you, if you blinked on it, would show you this Narn. I think Mirrorat's going to come over the intercom and say, state the name of of the associate on whose behalf you are requesting entry. (laughs) He says, my lady, I am here to discuss things with the ambassador. My name is Corner. I am a knight of the, the, the Narn round table, and I wish to have discussions in this regard. I believe there is a threat to the uh, ambassador. Uh, if you uh, uh, please, as is that, as the ambassador's attaché, please let them know that I request their, their immediate assistance. 
the ambassador is an attache, and the ambassador is not here. So you are not the attache, and the ambassador is not there? That's what he said. Oh, boy. This can go one of three ways, and I can't think... So, once again, I have to pull a card. Yes. Also, started thundering. If I disappear, it's because we lost power. That's okay. I'm going to try to wrap this up soon because you're getting thunder. It's getting cloudy over here. And um, seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I figure, uh, like I said, we're going to wrap up anyway, real quick. Um, so he looks, he looks over and says, uh, 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 he says, I wish anything. That is no matter. I'm here to protect the ambassador from the entity that has inhabited the body of a Kakmara who may be infiltrating uh, within its ranks and must be uh, uh, and must be avenged. What the fuck have you been up to, Connor? <laughs> Sorry, Becca, say again? The entity of which you speak is now in- in- inhabiting the body of a high-level telepath. That may be so, but I have been instructed to come here and defend the Pakmara ambassador with all strength. If they are not here, I shall wait. And he turns around and put his back to the door, sword in hand. Not as in, like, I'm here to threaten, but as if, if he had pushed himself a little bit further up so he's not sitting on his butt, but actually on his knees, you would expect him in the full Arthurian prayer pose. You know what? He can sit there. Like, honestly... At this point, I like <laughs> okay. we're a kind of a busybody, but at this point, even their plate's getting kind of full. So uh-huh. I just want to <laughs> and like defend against any malign psychic entities that might try to come in. I think Mirgrath's going to file this officially under not their problem. Okay, also Mirgrath, <laughs> go ahead and. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a um, notice check. Oh, this is going to go well. (laughs) 19. All right. Time for the dramatic moment. I retract sarcasm. Sorry, what was that? I officially retract that sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> so, as Connor takes his position by the door, facing out sword in hand, yeah. as his head moves out of the way of the camera, you notice on the other side is Pi holding a rose and looking straight back at the camera, smiling. And you realize something for a quick second. With Connor out there guarding the door out, that also means Connor is preventing you guys from leaving. I mean, yes. Hmm. <laughs> I can live with that. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Where was I gonna go? No, thank you. <laughs> To go track down the malign telepathic entity? Already decided not going to do that. Someone else's job today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you star? No. I just split a zero with the diplomatic attach today. <laughs> I can fucking make on her. <laughs> I just... And I'm just going to just, again, push the drama a little bit with um, Dooley... Chiming in over the thing saying, I found Ty. Uh, we're coming in. Uh, Ty is not Ty. Ty is somebody else. Ty is now in a body of a human and we're bringing people over. So now you get to see Ty out there with essentially, uh, Connor wrapped around her finger. The big guy with the sword. Wrapped around her finger um, as your compatriots are coming to see you. Yeah, I'm going to have to get on the horn, Miss Dooley. This is not going to end well. <laughs> and you know what? Because of the timing, because of the thunder and everything else, I'm going to leave it at that for the moment. With the idea that your friends yep. are coming in, 
Oh, Ty is not Ty, and the big guy with the sword is right there by the door, and he's there to defend. I'm sure Ty will fix this real time somehow. They say it's good when the band gets back together, but how much of this is all the band, yes? And how much is the impersonators? This should be good. You want to know what happened next? Of course you do. That's why you have to come back to Padini, and we'll tell you more about what happened on the Talmarie Celestia on the Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Now, excuse me, I've got to get my chops back together. Mr. <coughs> Roboto. And that's where we're in for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us and hope that you continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey. If you have any questions, comments, constructive criticism, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email us at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com or now you can follow us on Twitter at Odyssey B5DM. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Media. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL gaming license for D20. Our audio engineer is Gabriel Belt. Our theme music, Titan Striker, was composed by Evan King. Incidental music provided by Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. All other music provided by Creative Commons license and is available of information on our website. Once again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this grand adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.